0: Gelson gets there, not a good kick from him and here's Hartman now, Hartman going past one man, finding Wagstaff, Wagstaff turning well, setting up shot.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hull and Back podcast. Tonight I'll be joined by Will, how are you doing mate, you alright?
2: I'm alright, thank you.
1: Good man. Nathaniel, everything going alright?
3: Good evening, uh, I'm wonderful.
1: Perfect, Nathaniel as always. Um, I'm going to do it in order, although I'd want to introduce Scott last. Um, and Scott, how are you doing, mate? You well?
4: Well, good.
0: How are you, boys?
1: Yeah, not too bad. And lastly, we've got Ant Northbridge. How are you doing, mate? Loving the show. I'm too, all
0: right. Mate. I'm full.
1: <laughs> yeah, the reason we're late tonight is because Ant was picking his pizza. And <laughs> I'm going to pin it on that one. I'm going to pin it on that one. And he
2: put pineapple on it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. on a pizza. Let's start with that. Let's start with. Does pineapple go on a pizza, boys? No. You're so,
3: all con-
0: you're all conformists. You're all boring. I've had oh, it. All before. I've
2: had it before, um, and it's rubbish.
1: Nobody likes pineapple on the pizza, mate. And the wrong lines themselves they do. But <laughs> before we get into the um, juicy part, um, I will mention the sponsors so, and our partners. So I'll start off by mentioning Hull Badge Man. Uh, I mention this every single time. Hull Badge Man is a guy who stands outside the grounds and sells badges. Uh, he's a local guy. who just try and look out for each of us. So you can do, you've got a spare of but throw it away and pick up a badge. Really simple. Secondly, um, Hull City Retro. Um, I don't think there's anybody in the Hull City fan base who doesn't know who these are now. They replicate the shirts from 20, 30, 40 years ago, and they sell them at a really good quality, as I'm showing sure off there. Um, these are available at £50 pound pop, and if you used to buy it, uh, the authentic ones on eBay, you're probably looking at £200 to £300. Pounds. So you're saving off a bargain. Why not get five or six for the same price? Um, as well as that, we are partnered with Fanhub. I don't know if anybody knows anything about Fanhub, but we've recently gone to over 8,000 um, users on their app, which is it's phenomenal to say they started off with just a couple of fans and they're growing and um, Scott, do you use, do you use fan hub?
4: Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a brilliant. app. So only you get to predict your, your lineup. It's got the news feed for your own team. So it, and it stays away from the mainstream media as well as um, we'll show off now. And you can also look at your opposition news feed, so you can get yourself into the game a little bit more clued up. The, the more you're active on the app, the more points you get, and if you're finishing the top three or top two, I can't remember the fuck made, and there is chance to win tickets to your team. And um, so it's definitely worth checking out. So look up Fanhole, keep an eye on our tweets because on there you'll be able to see q um, jumps. Lastly, a friend of mine, Charlie Spaulding, filmmaker, and um, exactly what it says in the tin, he makes films, but he's went with the likes of Adidas and Jackie Abbott. Right, so I'll start by jumping straight into the Stoke City game. Obviously, we went away to the Batania Stadium and we lost 2-0. I'm going to ask you all one at a time. I was going to say, can you sum up the game in a minute for me, please, Well,
2: I can do it in less than a minute, I think. Same old, (laughs) same old. Um, Again, City starting relatively brightly, having decent spells of possession, a couple of chances that most teams have probably put away. And then getting caught out yet again and not being able to react to a side. That's pretty much it, I think. To be honest, no, I agree. It's another case of us having a decent performance or starting well, then having good chances, not taking them, and then just capitulating. Essentially, you find you.
3: Uh yeah I mean I agree with Will that we started well I think most of our shots on target came in the first 10 minutes and then we just sort of huffed and puffed but didn't really have any creativity for the rest of the like 80 minutes uh, especially like when we went 1-0 down it just felt uh like that was that we weren't going to score we might look like we were going to get close to the box but they just we didn't have the quality to break Stoke down and they had the quality to break us down it was um, you know, perhaps you could say that they didn't hugely deserve to beat us. Maybe nil nil would have been quite fair, but uh, it was a terrific piece of skill for the first goal and uh, really great free kick. It
2: was, yeah, well, against, I mean, it, it, it
3: was a it was a piece of skill anyway. Uh, maybe not great, but um, <laughs> and then, um, of course, at least one of the four oh, um, former Hull players was going to score, and it was Nick Powell, um, and um. Yeah, it was a great free kick, I thought. Um, maybe you might say um, Ingram could have got to it better or you know kept it out because he did get to it. But um, yeah, we huffed and puffed, but we never really looked like we were going to score.
1: Yeah, I'm, I agree in terms of we'd soon just go one goal down, we don't we <laughs> think we're going to get back in the game, do we? And it's it's tough to watch at the moment. Um, but moving on to yourself, Scott, what, how do you sum it up? You was at the game on you?
4: Yeah, I was there. Um, like you said, with Nathaniel, I, I, the first goal was a good goal, don't get me wrong, but it's so preventable. For me, yeah. Louis Coates has gone bombing on, which, you know, it's always going to happen. You always want your full-backs to bomb on. But it's it's the lack of communication. And this is happening week in, week out. They're a young bunch, don't get me wrong. But when, when uh, was it, I think it was Swires, Swires, wasn't it, who did that little bit of magic? Roman, sorry. Over, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Smallwood was kind of, I'd say, semi-looking at uh, a defensive midfielder, which he is. But the pass from him to the to the lad who scored, was it was such an easy ball to come through. Then all of a sudden, all you have to do is get um, Alfie Jones coming across, um, Greaves coming across and Elder. But the actual gap and the space, what the lad could do, it was too easy. And then, obviously, Jones, obviously, is going to dive in. He doesn't have to, but he just automatically you're going to do that. But then called unbelievable recovery, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But again, silly mistake. And don't me a minute, it was a good finish, but them goals are very, very preventable. And we I have think- done a lot of them over the season. So that's the frustrating part. And then all of a sudden we kind of crumble and we go into our shell and think, you know, because we've had that 20-minute spell, we never seem to recover from that. Mm. So then all of a sudden, for me, you know, tails are up for the opposition, regardless if it's Stoke, if it's whoever we play. And we go in our shell, and you know, the crowd doesn't help to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, overall, very, very disappointing. Um, there was no real standout players for me, either this week, no, which was a little bit disappointing again because every team's going to have a spell, I understand that, but we don't deal with their spells very good. Everybody's movement's better than ours.
1: I see, and I was saying it to my dad the other day, and I think it was everyone just seems to be defending a lot better than we are, do you know? You look at the back end of the Blackburn game, and Blackburn have like nine nah, men back, and they just want to fight for it. I don't know if it was just naivety from ourselves, but mm. it just seems like everyone's a lot, more, a lot better equipped and a lot just train harder and understand what they're doing a lot better. Um, we we play in the to... wrong areas.
4: That's the thing. Yeah. You know, we we're, we're very yeah. comfortable. I mean, the opposition are very comfortable as well, and it's that final third where we're not too much inventive, and then that's when we get found out because we have commit. as yeah. well. And you touched on him briefly. I did want to give him his merit because I know he's not an old
1: City player, but Romain Sawyers, I don't know if anybody saw it, but the gap opened up about two seconds where he actually played the ball. And many footballers would have put that first ball in. But he held on for two seconds, waited for someone to commit a little bit further, and he played the perfect ball in. With him. Without that, I don't think the score. So, I mean, I'm not, not an old City player, but credit where it's due, because he created that. Without the, I'm gonna I'm going to touch on the goal as well because... I didn't I not think it was a, a great goal. The finish was brilliant, really do I won't take more in the finish, but you see the two drag backs, he almost tackles himself twice in the process and still gets away with it. Over. And that's the sort of things that go against us, I think. And we just can't we just can't get a break, can we? Um no. and what what are you thinking? Um
0: <clears throat> I mentioned it on um Football League World earlier that we're we're not really we could get away with a lot more last season, um than what we can this season. Um you know, teams would have spells against us in games in League One, and we'd come through it unscathed most of the time. Um, this season, with a, a jumping quality, if we don't capitalize on the spells that we have, we then go on to lose, and we're just caught in like this, this awful Groundhog Day every game where we seem to be playing well. We seem to be on top. Don't really create any golden chances, but create, you know, chances that, that should be put away. On a higher occasion than they have been, um, and then we switch off once, and that's it. If we go a goal down, we've lost because the you know the, the team we're not scoring goals. So as soon as we go one 0 down, the game's gone from us. So you know, in the first mm-hmm. half, when you concede, what like we said, all these recently, all these goals have been preventable. and When we let one in, and that's it, we lose, we lose all drive, we lose enthusiasm, we get deeper, and we, we create even less as the game goes along. So we we just need to start putting chances away, and I think. You know, it'll come eventually, just hopefully not too late. Does it worry you in the aspect
1: of winning front ones um, and we are them to win the game? But on the back of this performance now, uh, the constant performances, do you think we'll be able to hold the lead? we got 1-0 up in a tough game. Do you think we'll be able to hold it? I mean, we, we still have to come back. Can we Can we hold on? That's, that's a worry. Anybody? Any thoughts on that?
2: Hard to say, because we haven't really taken the lead that often.
3: <laughs> it's not something we have to worry about at the moment.
0: No, I think it'd be. Di- I think you would see a different side if we were one 0 up because confidence hmm. is totally different, isn't it? Yeah, when you're chasing a game, it, it's it, yeah, it's it's a lot more of a burden when the when the chasing a game when they one 0 down. But I think if if we'd gone one 0 up, you know, if Smith would have put one of his chances away, for example, then you, the you've got something to protect. It gives you more of an impetus to yeah. to, to to play better. You know, it. it Probably gives you another couple of levels just subconsciously. So, but like we say, we don't know because we don't do it. So yeah, you look at the back at the Preston
2: game, and when we did go in front, we looked confident, and we kept pushing them, and we ended up getting a couple more. We also went into that game
1: on the back of. That's the thing. This is the
2: thing. It was the response from the previous season, you can say. And would our team respond like that now after the amount of games they've had since?
1: difficult one to choose, isn't it? I mean, we, we saw a couple of changes as well, didn't we? Um, Dishon Bernard stepped out for Alfie Jones, Munke stepped out for Doherty and McGenny stepped out for Smith. I mean, were they, were they right to make them changes? I, me, for one, I do not think they had deserved to lose this spot. I don't know about anybody else.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I don't see any reason why we, dro- why we dropped him, but I guess just because Jones had a great season last year, but we've seen before that Players have come in, uh, like I mean, Emmanuel for a bit and Ingram a bit last season. Perhaps uh, they proved themselves. So yeah, I but I, I'm not sure whether Jones in for uh, Bernard was the reason why we lost the game.
1: Oh no, I wouldn't. I not go that far. No, but um, it, it, it mm-hmm. is again another one of the things where we've just seen a change. And it's when you think about the big picture and you read someone talking about teams on a they haven't won any games. But the complaint about centre back being dropped for another
0: centre back, like, it doesn't make sense, does it? Because he's performing well. So yeah. the it's a weird one time. with Alfie Jones, I think. Because I think everybody knows that his best position is that anchor midfield role, and he's just he's not going to play that this season. Yeah. He's obviously, he's, he's, you know, when Huddleston's fit, you'd assume he's going to start there. And um, McCann is a fan of Smallwood, who who's having a bit of an indifferent season. He, he he has a good game. He has a Slightly off game. I didn't think he was that great against Stoke. but I don't think Jones is classed as a midfielder this season. I think he's full well a centre-back. And I think yeah. he is, is is the preferred choice alongside Greaves, maybe. I think the swap you'll see more often now will be between Greaves and Bernard, swapping for each other. <laughs> but I think Jones is the mainstay. Oh, really? What about
1: McLaughlin coming in at left centre-back? He's left foot as well, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I don't see but I don't, much I, no, I, I don't think McCann's too big on having a left footer on the left side. To be fair, I just think he's you know we've got four centre backs in the team. I think Jones, Greaves, Bernard, McLaughlin. I mean, I, I tweeted and said that I wanted to see us play three at the back, but like you pointed out, we've only got four centre halves, so it's very unlikely. Yeah, it's a bit tough one to do that. Um, We'll finish off on the Stoke game by
1: mentioning, obviously, they have got a few x City players. I mean, what were your thoughts on lining up against half a different x whole City X-11? It was, for me, it was good to see Josh Diamond because he left the boy and it was good to see mm-hmm. him playing in a chill role. And I thought he had a good game, to be fair. What about you,
4: Scott? Did you, mm-hmm. when you tweet, what did you make to the City players' performance? Yeah, like, when you always go back to playing against your old club, you know, you've always got that extra 20% in you. Um so you're always going to get a respond and um you know Stoke certainly did that. I wouldn't say there was the better side. Like you say, you know, we go back to the you know, we had a very good start, you know, we 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 know the obviously the strengths of the ex players and stuff like that, but you know, you're always gonna be up against it. Um, you know, when you do play the, the likes of your Klukas and stuff because they are they are yeah. got good quality.
1: Yeah, I was a big fan of Klukas manager, was a shame that we didn't get to keep him yeah. but went on. Obviously, 17, 17 million for a play bought for a million, you kind of have to take the money, don't you? So yeah. it, is, it is what it is. So moving on to this next fight then. Scott, I wanted to ask yourself, obviously you've never been on this podcast before. Um, realistically, where do we get, how do we get from where we are now to where we want to go, which is obviously success?
4: What do? What needs to change? I mean, to be fair, you know, you look at the Grappler County, you know, he's had suspension, he's had injuries. You know, have we had a settled team? No, is the answer. You know, I'm a big fan of you've got to give an opportunity of five chances. So, you know, like they say, you know, McGuinness is injured, Odellstone's injured, Honeyman's injured. You know, we need that settled side. You know, of course, you're going to get judged in every game, regardless of who you know, who you're starting 11 is or your strongest 16. But for me, we need, I mean, there's some big games coming up and winnable games, you know, in my. In my opinion, you know we've got Blackpool at home. Middlesbrough's always going to be tough. Always down the years, and then you look at Uddersfield, and then I think we've got Peter Brown Mel-Lor. Yeah, so for me, yeah. for, for me, they're, they're, they've got you know we. You look at it. We should come up with something, or we should be able to get some kind of points in that respect. But the flip side of the coin is. You know, when will the change happen? If say we've got two home games coming up in, in in you know many games, there's going to be some squealing at that stadium if we don't get. You know, I'll look at the next two games. We've got to get four points out of the six. I agree. You know, there's, yes, there's, there's going to be a lot of noise. There's going to be a lot of negativity um you know the, these players are not stupid they hear it you know they, they do go on social media the young kids at the end of the day yeah. you know they do see the good the bad and the ugly and it does affect them you know as well as the fan so you know for me it's a must it's a massive week it really is a massive week for, for all concerned to be honest no i agree yeah I massively
1: agree um and if you if you used to look at changing management when are you looking at doing that? Does in your in your mindset does two home games come up change your thought process? Or do you wait until it's an no away game to start it? Like what what do you look
4: at? Again, again it's a tough one, you know, because he's not really had a settled side. I don't think we've played the same eleven, have we? I don't think. No.
3: Possibly not. No, so not you know, again, definitely not.
4: No. So you know, it is tough. I've been there and it is it's hard, you know, swapping and changing. I know it's only little little tiny little um, swaps and stuff. But, you know, if we can get, you know, even 95% of the squad fit and playing week in, week out, then you there's a great chance that we could see a massive turn. But, like I say, if not, I think he's only got four games, personally. And that's, to be fair, we, we all expect, as
1: fans, we, we kind of want it to happen. I know some of us do. We want it to happen a bit earlier, but knowing the way the Alhams are, we probably haven't got a strong chance to that.
2: Uh, I think no. tomorrow could be a key one if we do Black- if we lose to Blackpool yeah. because a lot of people will look at it as it's a team that came up with us. Yeah. Uh, if
3: Interesting
2: we can't be a team that come cool. up with us, I can see well, it it be quite
4: bad. Yeah, to be fair on that point, Blackpool's dressing room will be saying the exact same thing.
2: They will. That's true. Yeah. But they're in good form. I mean?
4: This is a massive winnable game for them. So you know, mm. it's, whoever wants it the most. I know it's a cliche, but it it really comes down no, it come down to quality tomorrow night. Like, it really doesn't. It comes down to who really wants it the most. Quality I comes second, third, or fourth down the list. I say this, yeah, and these sort of
1: things. It can brings you back to like rivalries and stuff, and David um, and stuff yeah. like that, because the, the form that goes out the window, the quality goes out the window. It's about yeah. who wants it the most, and that's what it should come yeah. down to. But again, we, we struggle to see the fighting, don't we? Um, mm. And that's yeah. that's a tough thing to watch as a fan. You don't mind watching poor quality as long as you see everyone but leaving everything on the field. And, I yeah. personally don't feel like I'm seeing that at the moment, which is it's tough to think. Why am I driving that far to go watch game? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that when you can't put your effort in for ninety minutes? So I, I yeah. get the I get the bigger picture and the bigger frustration. And um, you mentioned about lineups and not not being consistent with it. What's your thought process on this? Because for me, if you make a team, you've got to build a strong core and then build around it. So down your middle, you've got to try and keep as Consistent as possible. So you two centres yeah, and you're forward. They've got to be the same,
4: and then you build around it. Whereas we Yeah, be the Spaniard team, yeah, the span of your team's got to be the key. You know what I mean? It's like you say. For me, I, it's a bit harsh on uh, Dishon Bernard to be honest to, to be getting dropped. But if that's the case, it would be Alfie Jones and, and Greaves. Then you look at Uddleston, Uniman and then probably Tyler Smith. And then, like you say, you, you then you pick up in around them areas. But you have to have your foundation. You have to have that span. And we just don't have it. And what's mm. frustrating is, I
1: think if you look back, the only player... Around, every game that started, we've had both the full-backs the same. Both doing it apart from Wilt's being injured for a couple of weeks. The keeper's yeah. been the same and the striker's pretty much been the same every game. Barron, yeah. Stoke and Bournemouth. So we're doing yeah. it... Sorry to fly there. <laughs> um, we're doing it the other way around, which... when you. When your mindset is set on the fact of having the correct spine, we're not playing to spine with doing the outside right. You can mm. oh, it's, it's an easy fix, but it isn't mm. that simple We all know that. It's the midfielders that have been
3: injured, oh, though. Sorry. Oh. sorry. Oh, I mean, it's uh, Honeyman, Doherty, Moncur, um, I think one of the other midfielders as well have been the ones that have been injured. Uh, so, you know, we've not really had the opportunity to field our strongest side or no. the core. So, I mean, on one hand, like, it's the international break after the Middlesbrough game. So if we don't win either of those, you might think it's the perfect opportunity to sack the manager. But then also, would it be unfair considering he's not had his best side yet? Or is that not a good enough excuse? Because they'll say that even like Andy Cannon, you know, all the players we brought in over the summer should be good enough, right? That's what you said. So squad.
0: And you, you, like my, fresh my, fresh my thoughts, my thoughts on judging the manager is always, it is his job to get the best out of the players that we've got mm-hmm. right now. So it was similar to when we was in the Championship last time. When you lose your two best players, you need to find a new way, a new system, a new setup that that found us goals. This season, we've not seen our full strength side not once. We've not had a steady side. We've had injuries and suspensions that have ravaged the squad, and it is. It is all mitigating factors that have caused us to to be in this slump that we're in. But on the counter, counter. as a manager, he should be able to pick a system and a set of players and find another way to earn points as we gradually build our way back up to a full-strength side. That's, for me, if we don't win either of these games, especially if we lose them both and we get into the international um, break with an awful record for the start of the season i don't i can't see how um you could find any reason to defend us keeping him on really because mm-hmm. you, you've, you've got to, if, if it's not working it needs to change and it's not changing at the moment no i agree,
1: but we, we that's a that's forever staying in the team in it we we don't see change needed um and that's that's a tough again another tough one to watch. This next section, I want to bring it into the. I want to bring it into the podcast. I just want us to predict our lineup for the next game. I know we're going to move on to um, Blackpool, which will be today, but we're we'll actually to tomorrow. But um, Will, I want you to tell me what your strongest eleven is for tomorrow. Feel free to switch mm. up the formation, do whatever
2: you want. Uh, nah. I'm going to look at what I put on Fanob. Um, <laughs> You're
0: going to be wrong um, in the formation.
2: That's <laughs> true. Um, f- See, for me i got to pick 4 three, three because it's not going to be any different. Um, but Ingram in goal is the obvious. I think straight away is obvious. I, I think Baxter looks okay, but I, I can't see a reason to drop Ingram at all, to be honest. Um, the back four, I think I, was, I would go with probably the same back four that played against Stoke, to be honest. Um, maybe swap Bernard back in for Jones. Uh, midfield, Huddleston's not fit, is he? No. Damn. Um well i would have Moncair and Doherty for certain as in the midfield with probably with Smallwood at the moment. Um up front, Tyler Smith in the middle, easy choice. Um Keen Potter on the left and see I'd like to see Randall Williams get a start, but I don't think it's gonna happen. So he'll probably end up being Malik again.
1: Over to you, Daniel.
3: Uh, well, I'll go Ingram and Goal, uh, Elder, Greaves, Bernard and Coyle, Jones at CDM, potentially, um, Doherty, Moncur, Lewis Potter, Tyler Smith, and uh, I'll uh, be serious and not say I, oh, say, uh, I mean, say, I won't well, say Longman, I'll <laughs> say, but, but, but if um, we're not winning after 10 minutes, bring Longman on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, to you,
4: Scott. You
0: clock-wise um, my bad. Oh, sorry. Me not being Um, I'll go. Ingram, Elder, Greaves, Bernard, Coyle, then Nathaniel stole my idea. Jones and CDM. Matt Smith and Doherty as the centre midfielders. Moncare outright. Tyler Smith and Keen lewis Parr. Over to you, Scott. I'd
4: go Ingram, um, Elder, Greaves, Jones, um, Coyle, Matt Smith, Doherty, Moncair, Tyler Smith, KLP, and Chris, I'm not a fan of Wilkes at this moment in time, but as he's getting more game time... And, he'll, and he will. He's one of these people, I reckon, and players where you look at the Blackpool game and he will turn... I personally think he'll turn up tomorrow night because it's that It'll Blackpool, nice. you know, that bit of swagger. I do believe this is the time where he might just perform. Playing against a League One team. Mm. This and, and it's mentality. <laughs> it really is it, in football. Yeah. It, no, that's what it is, honestly, yeah, Matt. It's that mm. mentality of, we've played these before, we kind of know what they're about. Our tails have to be up regardless. Yeah. But this is where, let's say, I've not been a fan of Wilkes for, for all well, all season, to be honest. But I do believe tomorrow night could be his, his, his that's his turning point, to be fair. Yeah, well,
1: we're, we're going to touch on Wilkes a little bit in a minute, anyway. But um, just to finish off, I'll go i mile go up. Um, I want to see Ingram's thing go, Coyle right back. I want to see Bernard come back in with Greaves, and then left back, just to mix things up. Blackpool don't, what expect expecting, I want to put a manual there. Um, I know what Elder gives us but I want to put Emmanuel there they're expecting Elder to bomb on um, pass up pass the wing, the wingers sometimes um, but Emmanuel comes inside because he has on his right foot and that's not what the fullbacks can be expecting for me it just shows a different dimension that one game where we need to turn up so I think that's where I'd take a shock um, it'd be nice to see Jones step into CDM and I'm only putting him in there because I want Bernard in um, defence Two in the middle for me, Ashley Matt Smith, and Docky, um, I'd go from one outright, out right, care left and Smith up front, um, but I really want to see Longwind given a chance as well. Uh, I know I'm Ooh. not jokes about him, but I actually really like him. Um, but yeah. I'm not yeah.
3: joking, he's the best player we have. You just have to use him at the right time.
1: <laughs> Impact up. Bring him on for ten, take him off. That's what you do. <laughs> Right then, so I don't know if this or not, but Scott, you used to play at a decent level, didn't you? Yeah, not
4: too bad,
1: yeah. yeah. Yes, and um, we wanted to, as a, as a group, wanted to get your feedback on what the mentality is going to be like in the changing room at the moment. Just without looking into your playing history too much, I didn't want to um, dissect it, so, say, but you may have been on similar runs in the past or maybe completely opposite. I was hoping
4: you could give us a mindset here as to how the players are at the moment it is tough and you know people say that you know the togetherness will be there it won't be in some parts of that dressing room you know because you see the proper characters when you when you're down in them trenches it's it's hard and once you, you once you're down there you do find it it's so hard to get back up um, there will be niggles there be there be to be, be people Kinda of finger pointing at other people's performances. It'll never come out in the press ever because that's yeah. you know that's it's, that's just a given in football. But there will be a little bit of unrest in there. You kinda, kinda For me, when you're winning, you don't see the proper the team talk. You don't see the proper. Where, you know, you forget these little fine details. But when you're losing, these te- these te- these te- sorry details are massive. Yeah, you know, and like I said earlier in the podcast, these players do look at social media. I did, I did as a player. Yeah. You know, me, me personally, when I was a player, my, my my kind of mindset was all these players, all these supporters, sorry, have come to watch me. So if I don't perform, I'm letting them down. And yeah. I was one of these players where I wanted, like yourselves, and I'm a fan now. Everybody it has to be about me in the in the pub afterwards. did Scott Goodwin do well? did Scott Goodwin do that great tackle great header. So that's the way that they've got to look at the game. But at the minute, because when you're down there, it really is. It's it's so hard to get out of. And every little that every little say in the crowd, you'll hear it, where usually when you win you don't hear nothing, you know what I mean? These little niggles, they do get to the players. So as much as I've been exactly the same, I've been so frustrated, we've got to tomorrow night, and it's going to be hard for certain fans, we've just got to try and back the team, and it does give them a massive lift. It really does. It, it'd be huge. But, I, I noticed the game a little bit different because the certain people go hard in, in games. Because yeah. when the going gets tough, they don't really want to get on the ball. Do you know what I mean? So, if that was me, and I, I, I'm, I'm playing for City, if you don't want to get on the ball, work harder. Work 20% yeah. better. Do you know what I mean? But, because there's no such leaders in that team at the minute, or I don't feel properly. I don't see
1: one. No, I agree.
4: There's no leaders. So, realistically, there's a lot of people hiding. Like Wilkes, for example, he likes to pin people. Don't get too tight to your fullback. He doesn't get the fullback thinking. You've, mm-hmm. got to, you've got to move the team. It's a game of chess. When Wilkes is out on the right, he's got to then think, how can I outwit their left back? He doesn't. He just wants to pin him, roll him. But he's getting doubled up all the time. So little things like that, you think Grant McCann should be looking at it and going, "You've been doing that for a couple of weeks now. We, you've got to come short." And and football, you've got to be unselfish. You you have a comfort... but you don't have to necessarily get it. But you're drawing yeah. someone out of the position. Or make I difficult. don't see none of that. Yeah, it's so hard. But like you say, yeah. one one win will make it massive. It really will. It, it, it'll, the the, dress, the dressing room, uh, the training ground, the dressing room, just a massive lift throughout the the club. Really, I agree. And you know what, Scott? It was, that one win was massive against Preston.
1: And do you know Huge. what? Going into the next game, which I believe was QPR, the next game was QPR. and um, We went into there on 6-2-4. We all thought, this is going to be a right season, this. Because we looked good. We played brilliantly against Preston. And we started yeah. off that same way against QPR. And that first yeah. goal went in against the runner player, which we may add. Um, and then you got the red card. And it just went one thing after another. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but I thought Moncad really took us forward. He's the sort of player mm. who takes a game by the scruff of the neck and makes mm. one go forward. So, it was that, that, that first goal against QPR kind of like just kicked out the season, didn't it? Uh, oh, yes. Without trying to... Yeah. Without, without yeah. yeah. kicking it on anything. But I agree in terms of... I, I, I had a feeling that's what you'd go with. Um, Once he had to down, I, I, I imagine we're all pointing fingers. You're looking at blame. Why did you do that? Why did you do this? Nobody takes ownership. Nobody takes it by the scruff of the neck to take it forward. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough it's, one it, isn't it? <laughs> nice, nice. nobody wants to upset
4: anybody on the pitch but let's say behind the scenes I mean you can see if you look at Elder and, and KLP they have little niggles during the game you, yeah. you know you do yeah. see it but you know it's for me it's just like you say just be scruffy if we have to be scruffy tomorrow just to get three points and that will settle us down for the next game you know Middlesbrough at home we, we don't, don't have to do
0: be scruffy yet, we? we're, we're,
1: I've, we? we're I've, too I've nice. got a
0: question that I think could be quite Did like as a player in the dressing room, if things aren't going well, yeah, would there be maybe say the captain, for example, or maybe one of the stronger characters in the dressing room? Would any player ever step up and say, Gaffer, what we're doing is not working, we need to change it? Does that happen, or is that just an absolute no go?
4: You know, Gary McAllister was Gordon Strachan's right hand man, basically, he was our captain of the club. Um, you know, if you had any problems, you'd never go to the gaffer, you'd always go to the ca- the captain. And then obviously they're in the, in the manager's office or whatever. But yeah, there the, the is elements of listen, you know, the crowd run out back, blah, blah, blah. But is Grant listening? Clearly not at the minute, you know, but it does happen. 100% it yeah. does happen. You
0: yeah, because I wondered like, that, because I, I didn't think there'd be any players, and I, I don't think Smallwood's the kind of player that would be going to McCann and telling him he needs to change it. And I think. Mm-hmm. If there is any players that are saying anything, what does McCann say back to him? Because what well, w- nothing has changed, so maybe it's just this is the way we have to play. Has he been told that he has to by the owners, and that's why we're not switching it? It's just such a a weird situation to be in, and I just feel like um, I feel like Greg Docherty might be a close character to being the kind of guy who would come out and say we need to switch yeah. it up or something. And I just think that because we've got such a young squad, we haven't got any loud voices that'll um try and question what's happening and that's why we're just in slumps all the time. I think Grant's comeback to that will be lads, listen, we not had a
4: sales squad. And and that's that's he'll it, be echoing that every day. You know, when once everybody's fit, you know, at the minute he has got a little bit of a gattle close with the chairman, the way he talks to him and the players. So that in, in a house chat would be a positive one to say, well listen, you know, we can't judge you at this moment in time, even though you're gonna get judged every game you, you play obviously. But the the chairman, you know, the the manager, they'll have, and he will be drilling into him. Listen, give me another four games. Wait until we've got our strongest eleven. And it is a kind of like a plead, really, to say, look, judge me when we we are full strength. Yeah, Yeah. just just the players are young as well. That you know, can is they've got many, you Greg Dockett is in that side. You you know, there's probably one Uddleston, two, the rest, nah. They've just got to go with the floor at the minute. No, I get it. in, in terms of captains, I,
1: I, when was the last time we saw it? We, or maybe I'll let this a little bit different. I grew up on what I deemed to be a proper captain in the shape of Ian Ashby, somebody led by example. You know, it, it was it, if someone had told us, I think you'd be the first one to do it. So let's now we're doing it, and we yeah. I, we don't seem to have that. And I, well, I think I no. think at the moment
0: Louis Coyle is the most standout captain material for me. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I think. Smallwood was brought in to bring us some sort of leadership in League One because we had a very young squad at the time and still do, to be fair. But I think after last season, it's shown, and this season, to be fair, because he's been a, our most consistent performer, in my opinion. I think Louis Coyle, from all, bleeds all, given absolutely everything at the minute, he's he's the, the, the pinnacle of captain for me. I, I, I'd like to see him get the armband, but very unlikely they're going to switch it halfway through the season, isn't it? He does get it
1: when Smallwood can play, though, doesn't he? Yeah, it's the vice yeah, he the advice, really, yeah, he gets advice, isn't he? So, yeah. so uh, I wanted to touch on something else you said as well, Scott, um, about Grant McCann being able to have, have that sort of being able to say that he ain't got a full fit squad. Um, I mean, the part mm. for me now just goes, at what point do we have to question his integrity? And what do they judge success on? Like, what do they judge being a good manager? Because What's more important to him? Is it having a job? Or is it being successful? Because at the moment, He's only doing one side, and that's having the job. He's, he hasn't been successful unless you judge successful and just having a job in the
4: championship. It, you know, that's, yeah, I'm i guess, to yeah. From the guy. It is, it, it is tough. like you say, he, he knows he's under massive pressure. Do you know, he, he has to pick up, and, and he will be echoing it massively. That, you know, and there's loads of excuses. He won't, you wouldn't treat him as excuses, obviously, but. <laughs> He's, he, you know, this day and age, he's, he's buzzing to be in the job. Of course, he is, but like um, Ant said earlier on, you've still got to get the best out of that eleven that comes in. We've got, I mean, obviously they're all good enough to play, but it's getting them best out of them eleven to say, listen, we can go. And again, win scruffy. You know, we, we, I'm not too bothered if we don't play you know superb every week you know we just need points on the board at the minute and then that breeds confidence for our at the minute we've to win a game of football you need eight players you'll always carry three every week it could be different three every week but at the minute we we are having three very good performances and carrying eight for me yeah Do you know it's a different and, way
1: it's looking and, i've never
4: looked uh, at yeah and and, 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 and like you say you're always going to have three that you know not necessarily have stinkers but you'll always have this five out of six out of ten performances where the rest are seven and eight. Yeah. But, you know, we're doing the opposite to that and that's why the results are showing.
0: Can I guess you three?
4: <laughs> oh, no, I'm just... It, yeah, well, yeah, go on,
0: Go. On. Is it Coyle, is it Ingram, Docky? That's the one,
4: yeah. <laughs> and there you go. I just wanted, that, I just wanted that gratification, sorry. It, it's full
3: <laughs> when Longman comes on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be
4: honest with you, I, I wasn't a fan at the start of Longman until Saturday I know Nathaniel I'm sorry <laughs> but to be fair he actually showed he gets the you know, he, he got in great positions each time and to be fair he, I was a little bit harsh on him I suppose in, in all honesty,
1: I know what you're saying that say, first game yeah that <laughs> first game when he came in the, when he just came back from Covid exactly mm. the same he should put, for me like you said he got in the right place in that game he got in the right place he showed up, he did the right stuff but his quality yeah. just wasn't there
4: so no. that's why he, he was
3: easy to go. No, it's crap. He's crap. Even I'll admit that. Mm.
4: <laughs> but like I say, but, he, he did he showed very good glimpses uh, on Saturday. And like I say, John, uh, George Moncare, not John, that's his dad, isn't it? George Moncare, <laughs> you know, he's a very good, intelligent player. He will he will move people about. Do you know? For me, he, he's got to start tomorrow, night. God I like
0: Moncare. I think that the, the frustrating thing watching us at the minute is when we put on a player like Moncair who wants to make things happen and drives the team forward single-handedly, there's nothing in front of him. So the problem with us at the minute is we're playing a lot of sideways and a lot of backwards. And last season, our full-backs would bomb on even further than the wingers, and that's not happening. Like, we'd pass it to Coyle, and then it goes back into the middle, and it goes out to the other side, and we just do that all game. Moncair tries to get in and and around the edge of the box, and he'll play it out wide, and then it goes backwards again. And then you just got to think he stood there going... Why yeah. did I put it out there if you're just going to pass yeah. it backwards? I could have done yeah. that. And I think he's starting to get frustrated in his performances and you can tell because yeah. he's trying to do so much by himself. And I think that just shows that the rest of the team at the moment's confidence is just gone. I mean, you, you, get, to, you get told every day in football, we, we delay
4: crosses so many times, it's unreal. You know, you you put it in an area. That's all you do. You get taught. Just put it in an area. You've done your job, so to speak, but then it's like your Tyler Smiths and, yeah. and your Moncares to get on the end of them. You know, you don't have to pinpoint the cross at every opportunity. And and that, again, is lack of confidence because it's if it goes out of play, you're going to get a ooh from the crowd. And So just have the confidence in the balls just to whip the ball in the box.
0: That know, is one like, thing that I find myself doing at the moment down. is when watching City, it's just... I'm just shouting, cross the ball. And p- they in. don't do yeah, it. Yeah. They just get, they take yeah. a touch, take another touch, pass yeah. it backwards, and it goes back into the middle. And it's just like. Mm.
3: It's,
0: it's, it's mind boggling, is yeah. it, really? Mm. Yeah, it would be, it'd be so much easier if we just clicked
1: the reset button, wouldn't it? You just put the reset button, <laughs> and give on a fresh mindset. But I just want to touch <laughs> on this. We, we, we've talked about um, Grant McCann, But there's rumors swinging around at the weekend about Chris Wilder being at the game. What are we making for that?
2: There's not there.
4: No. One... (laughs) It's not going to happen, is it? Uh, No. I mean, I get... um, Has Ian Oliwell quoted something today as well? I believe so. Yeah, I think his
0: name's been just whispered today. Again,
4: maybe nothing in it, but... Oh,
3: dear.
0: Yeah. I'd like Chris Wilder to come in. I think that his style, I think he would make us... I think he would get the best out of the the players we've got. He likes to play a three at the back with Sheffield United as well, Denis. So that'd be nice to see. Yeah. I think he's yeah. he's he's probably seen that we've got wing backs there of good quality, and he'd probably like to try it. But I don't. I think he was just there to watch a football game. Yeah. Personally, I don't I think, think he's, he's, there was anything in it. He he
4: tried to sign me when he was at Halifax, Chris, and attended now <laughs> for everything. I
0: hope he don't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> have he still got his number. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
4: so that was. Probably what say fifteen years ago, I actually seen him on a flight to Portugal, and um obviously we said all right, and he just whispered wanker as I sat down. <laughs> Honestly, and that was that was what three years ago I think that was. <laughs> but yeah, keep in contact with him. He is, he is a, he's a nice. But like I say, I, I just think he's come to watch the game, and that's
0: that's yeah. bad, is it? Drop him a text. Just be like, hey, uh, do you fan? What do you think that, to that to to city at the moment? Then would you fancy that? Just just test the water. It, I might test the water, yeah,
4: see what he says. Agent
0: Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I did a little
1: um, investigation time. So I'll move on to the Blackpool game, and then obviously we'll go into to our, uh, our thoughts. I, mean, I wrote down a couple of stats. And Do any guys know the last time we won a, uh, a league game against Blackpool?
0: Long time no, ago. There are while. Nine attempts.
1: 2004.
4: Oh, blimey.
0: 2004
1: <laughs> was the last time we won a league game against him. And yeah. they, 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 we only got a point off them last season didn't we
0: yeah. Yeah. we do a win
1: um, four
0: points out of a possible 27 against them so. yeah bogey team Blackpool I, 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 was, I remember being at the game where JJ kotcher was in the stands and Ben Bear just scored a last minute winner which was painful oh, that's man. my other last whenever I remember whenever Blackpool's mentioned that my mind always goes back to that game in, in 07-08 I am um,
1: I've recently reached out to Ben on LinkedIn, typical on the podcast, and um, I've got oh, a blank. I've got big Ben. Uh, yeah. Um, it's by me. So. Last, they've won three of the last four games, which puts them in the better, but higher up than us in the form table, and currently got three players out injured, the two of them in the midi. Um, we've all mentioned our teams, but what has to change tomorrow?
2: We need to be more street yeah. We need to I feel like we're a bit we we seem to give teams a bit too much respect all the time for a lot of games and we need to sort of... I know it sounds bad but we need to disrespect the team a bit every now and then. Be a bit of a shit house. And I think we're gonna need it against a team like Blackpool because yeah, it's all right, it's all well and good having these decent performances, not getting points, but not getting points. So you need to start really grinding at it. And really pushing it as hard as you can, like, in terms of how rough can you be with the side?
0: Blackpool are a very physical team. When I was on Football League World earlier, someone did a comment and mentioned how how um, tall of a squad they've got and how physical and ready for the a, a graft that they are. And the Blackpool last season that we saw was a team that they're not... The best in terms of quality, but they're a very good team. They work together. Mm. You can't fault their effort the effort from the first minute to the last minute. I mean, they beat Fulham, you know what I mean? So you're not going to beat a team like Fulham without working hard all game. Um, they, I personally think that we don't have the bottle for a game like Blackpool and I honestly can see us losing 1-0 tomorrow or something like that because I just think that Blackpool, even from what we saw last season, they're the they're they're well going to come here and they they they're not going to be pushed over and I think our players are a bit lightweight. I think we've got one or two that don't like physical games. Um, I'm going to mention him again. Um, it's someone who rhymes with Spalik and Spilks. Um, <laughs> he's, he he doesn't like it when he gets a couple of bigots from his fullback and tends to shy away and pass it instead of running at him. So,
3: it's just one of them that,
0: uh, we need to start going into teams. The old chant, games." Yeah. We don't do that. We're, we're very standoff. We're very. I think I mentioned it last time didn't I? We're very static in both defense and attack. We we just were too still. There's no press. There's no urgency. Yeah. There's no. There's no options in attack. There's no. Yeah. I'm gonna get his shirt tight to this guy, and and that for me is what needs. If we're gonna beat Blackpool, we've got to be up for a fight, and I don't think we are personally at the minute. Not current
1: mindset, but. Judging off what you're saying in terms of being a physical team, I think it's easy to put a bet on um Louis Coyle being the most foul player tomorrow. Um we've seen how easy he goes down, so that could be a couple of easy free kicks for us, depending on the rest. Um what what do you think, Scott? What do what do we do different? I think you mentioned it a couple of times, we have to work hard, we have to
4: Yeah, uh, I think the thing mindset. is when the opposition are on the board, it it breeds confidence. The more they're on the ball, the more you know. And it's the more you get on the ball, the more energy you have. So, parts of our game is we sit back, but then that sucks the energy out of you. You know, when you're chasing a game, your energy goes much quicker than why you're on the ball. The, you know, the football gives you energy, basically. Yeah. But we sit off, you know, you, you can't give... I, I love getting on the ball. Yeah. The more touches I have, the more confident I want to be. You know, you, you do 10-yard passes, 20-yard passes, then all of a sudden you're going to switch to play. That's what we, you know, we, we let that happen. And then... And obviously, mission at the back, we set pieces and stuff. That's when we do come unstuck. You know, if we press, but when we press, we've got to press in numbers with concentration, with, with communication. You know, and we don't do that. You know, we've got to force errors in the, in, in our uh, in our good areas, and their bad areas. Yeah. You know, you've got to force errors because every footballer, it doesn't matter how good you are, if you're getting pressed, you're going to be, you know, you, you, your awareness comes shorter. Everything becomes, you have to rush it. I don't like being rushed as a player. I like to get on it and finger it. But you've got to rush their trail of thought and the way of thinking. If we do that, I can see us win, winning 2-0. I really do. Yeah. and I, I,
1: Everything you say makes sense. We all, we all touched on some good points there. For me, the one thing that we, we haven't mentioned that I think we have to do started is whatever we're going to do, just own it. Just own what you're going to do. Do it with confidence. It might be a mm. bad decision, but you've got to do it with confidence because we're just far too hesitant at with anything we're doing. We look at the ball, it grieves, and I'm going to... The only thing I can probably slate him for is every time he picks a ball up and we're looking for a bit of a, what do we do? It's a diag. It's always a diag. And, mm. next, and it goes to far right. And we lose the ball, and that's when we drop back in again. We sit deep again, and like you say, the energy drains more when you're off the ball. Yeah. And f- for us, we like to say, the press has to be higher, and we have to just own what we're doing. So it's about hitting the areas. Do your job. Do it to the best of your ability, walk mm. off that field proud of what you've done. And if everybody mm. does that, there's no reason why we should lose a game. 100 yeah. to be my thing. So we'll finish off then, we'll finish off on, on predictions. And so, in terms of score lines, I know Scott's just mentioned, is it 2 0? Do you want to give us a, a fair score as
4: as well, Scott? I'm going to go for Wilkes.
1: <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> I'd, I'd to
4: and like to say, I have been his, probably, well, me and Ant, it looks like it. we're, we're not his greatest fans at the minute. But, yeah, I'm just hoping that, that that's his turning point tomorrow night. Do
1: you know I'm just I'm going to stop there. Wilkes, people are going to want to probably slated this, but I've never really been a big fan. Just never really been a big fan, because he's one of those players that, and, and you probably will disagree, he can create something out of nothing, but often he makes mistakes or he makes a bad decision, whether that was at Championship or League One level. I used to see him like Mo Salah. Like Mo Salah would often be really greedy, but he's got a finishing product. So three out of four times, he does something
0: brilliant with it. Whereas
1: Wilkes, it's half a time out of four times. The thing, so is, the so thing is
0: with Wilkes, he's a very frustrating player because he has so much potential that if I think given the right coaching, he would be a very, very good player. Last season, you don't score more than 20 goals from the wing if you're a bad player he scored 22 last season so he's not a bad player at all he was our top scorer some games he made some poor decisions some games he won us the match single handedly think about that last minute winner at crew for example oh uh, was it crew he scored at home against crew and then the one crew. towards the end of the season was it crew again yeah so crew, you know yeah. what i mean he's a match winner at times he might only play to the best of his ability for five minutes but he might score in that five minutes it's
1: tough, you he can kind of get away to, with to
0: that in, in League One. one. We're, not getting away, we're not getting away with it in the Championship. He's got to work on his defensive side this year um, if he's going to be more effective because he, he can't just stay up front like he did last season. He's a luxury player. He's a bit like what we had with Giovanni. He's, he's You've just got to let him go out on the pitch and say, right, go do what you do. And unfortunately, we don't have the squad quality at the moment to allow him to do that. So we're not seeing the best out of him because we've got to get him to do a bit more. Yeah. Well, if you look at his positioning tomorrow night,
4: he is in what you call a cheating position. So to the supporters, it looks like he's doing a bit. But realistically, he's not either pressing or he's not really defending. So he's in that in-between. Yeah. You look at it tomorrow night. So you, know, you can puff your cheeks. looks like I'm doing bits. But realistically, he's not. But that's wasting his own energy, energy as well. You know, do just do one or the other. And what we tend to do, we don't shut the line off. You know, and, and that then creates a one-on-one for our Elder or Coyle. You know, to, to make Coil or Elder's um, life a little bit easier, shut that line off and try and force that ball in the middle of the park when we've got three hungry lads that really want to have a little nibble. But we have a one-on-one situation and that's where Coyle sometimes, because of Wilkes' in-between, Coil always has have rather an overload and he and his and his fans are hard. Do you know what I mean? So it looks bad on yeah. Coyle against the mm. supporter. Realistically, you've got to lick with your players. You know, uh, Coyle and Wilkes should be targeting. Jones and Greaves should be a partnership. But we haven't got that at the minute because the distances are far too big.
0: And Coyle, Do you and know,
4: Eld- Elder are you No, it would be Cam good to compare blow. him
0: against, would be Grisicki when we add him. Because Camel Grisicki used to frustrate the hell out of me because if, if he played to the best of his ability for 90 minutes every single game, he was the best winger in the league by far. And we only saw him play well for 10, 15 minutes bites of every game. And then he'd have one good game, like for 90 minutes, every seven. But for most mm-hmm. of the time, he'd be an absolute passenger. He didn't want anything physical. He wouldn't defend. He wouldn't do anything. But he had quality to do something yep. that would win the game. And Wilkes is very similar in that respect, whereas he's more of a goal scorer than Camel who was more yeah. of an assist. But I Wilkes needs here. to... It's just his end product. If he, if, he, oh, yeah. if he upgrades his decision making and it works on tracking back a bit, there's an app. There's a great player there, but I think there's a reason that Premier League clubs are tapping up KLP and not Wilkes. Yeah. yeah,
4: I mean, would you agree though that why would you pin yourself onto a fullback? You know, if you if you're on your front foot and you receive it, you're literally then going at the fullback with pace. Yeah, that's more of a yeah. danger yeah. than hitting somebody.
0: Yeah, because Wilks' strength yeah. is is is. When he's got the ball at his feet and he's running at a defender, that, to me, is where he's strongest. And he seems to be playing a lot with his back towards goal, which ends up in him you losing the ball. Yeah. yeah,
1: Rolling a defender is what you taught as a lone striker. It's not something you taught as a winner.
0: You know, you, no, Lukaku
1: does it perfectly, doesn't he? You see it week yeah. in, week out. He picks it, he gets in deep, lowers his leg, you know, bends his knees, kicks in and rolls the defender perfectly. And he knows he would be getting through on goal or he's getting yeah. a foul,
0: one of the two. But yeah. Wilkes just isn't managing that very well at the moment. I'd like to no. see him swap wings, me. I think if you put the strong foot on that, so Wilkes' left foot put him on the left side, Kelpie on the right-hand side, and let him let him actually run at the defenders, get down the byline and get a yeah. ball in, rather than cutting in all the time. I'd like to see them play as an actual winger for a bit. I think we'd see a bit more, yeah. uh, a, a, few, a few more chances created. I think maybe you might have to play McGuinness in that, in that mindset mm-hmm. with him. Trying to win headers, maybe more yeah. than Smith, but yeah,
1: I don't know because the cross you're looking for that. It didn't always used to be the 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 swinging for the striker to get at the end of it. You're probably going to be looking at playing them in behind and the drag back. That's probably the most common goals you're going to get in that position, as opposed to a, when you're looking to put a crossing. You're probably looking for the drag back more. But with with extended the um, the predictions <laughs> a bit much. And <laughs> um, what, what was what was you thinking now, so Um...
0: It's weird because um, my head is saying that it's got a Blackpool 1, Hull City 0 all over it. Um, but I really, really want to see us turn up. And I think if we score first, um, I think we, we'll actually win and get a clean sheet. So I'm actually going to go out and say, I'm going to go on my heart and I'm going to say 2-0 win City. Oh, who's scoring? Does it
1: works. Does it work?
0: Um, first goal scorer, Talisman.
1: Nathaniel.
3: Um it could be anything. I don't know. Yeah, it's the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's go. Let's go. Uh, one nil hull. Um uh, canon. Why not?
0: <laughs> Eight <to> nine <laughs> minute, minute winner. Off. Yeah, off last
3: minute. He's been coming off the bench, so Cannon last minute winner. I and mean, then we'll all be McCannon.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. On, uh I think one
0: all. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. Gonna elaborate or just
2: No, yeah. um, and I'm gonna pick because I always wanted to score Jacob Greaves. Oh, <laughs> nice. One time
0: Jeez. that'll be right.
2: Eventually. <laughs> I told you I said on a previous podcast The kid
1: you'll call it's of his and then he puts Greaves to score first every game. Is it first or is, is it any time?
0: He picks him everything down. again.
1: Yeah, he has it on in every single game. It's still not happened yet. Good um I'm going to go for... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my head on this one, or not on my heart, and I'm going to say 2-1. I think we go 2-0 down and we score a goal. And how that comes, I don't even know because I can't see how we scoring a goal at the moment. But I'm going to go for Tyler Smith. I
0: really thought he was going to say Mally Wilkes.
1: <laughs> Coming off the bench, fresh leg for the last 15 minutes, and rolls this full-back <laughs> and pings it in on,
0: Pulls up a shirt saying, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Oh,
1: <laughs> so no, that, that, that brings everything to a closer. So, uh, brilliant to have you all on. Scott, I'll be you, mate. It's been brilliant. Um, really insightful. Mm-hmm. Brilliant to hear from an ex-professional um, mouth. So, Brilliant! Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. Well, yeah. Cheers, lads. Brilliant! Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Cheers, lads. See you later. Bye. No, no.